Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. I thought I X'd this song out already. I, but doesn't it, have a I good, doesn't it drop a beat? See, I don't need, I don't want to wait for the drop. But I, I feel like especially at song. 5 p.m., people are driving home yeah. or they're going to happy hour, and this is just like, make me nobody, want to Oh, there's a, the drop. Nobody, nobody wants the cello right at 5 o'clock Hello. when they get off work. Hello. You want some hard rock, and you want the boys hitting you life. with some jokes. Write this down. Get rid of this song. I'm writing this down again. Strongly worded email coming. I really like this part. Yeah. Yeah, but it takes two minutes. Maybe we took out the cello. Okay. Hello. Hello. A. I wrote down notes. 5.501. More programming notes. 501. Get rid of this song or edit it. 512s are my favorite Levi's. 512s. You would wear Levi's. Tapers. I wear tapers. I like my calves. <sighs> All right. So Van and I yesterday, welcome to Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Start our days at the YMCA. Yeah, we do. I went to the Y this morning and I took a friend. And I tell you what, I'm so impressed with the Y because, you know, you we go. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm 5'13". I just remember. I could remember what I was. Your Levi's? Because I've been, I've been going away from Levi's. Those are skinny straight. Slim straight. Yeah, well, Not my skinny. bad. Slim yeah. straight, yeah. yeah. I'm slim taper. I love how you know the, all the different models of Levi's. Why, yes, because I'm an adult who wears jeans. Anyway, the YMCA, go on. An adult who wears jeans. Hey, Mary, I see the phone lines going, but I don't know who it is. So I go this morning. It's wild. I don't remember how pretty it looks since all the remodeling until you introduce someone new to it. Right. And I introduced a friend to it this yeah. morning. And my friend is like... The Y slaps. I'm like, I know the Y slaps. Right. Let's work out. So anyways, I had a lot of fun out there this morning. Going to 6-6 Diner on Friday. Going to catch up with some former NM, New Mexico Highlands University athletes. Oh, yes. that's great. So a couple of athletes. You know I'm no longer the voice of New Mexico Highlands University. Right. You were fired in disgrace. I was, uh, well. For all of your ooh, transgressions. Okay. I mean, my contract wasn't renewed, and I was asked to leave quietly while sacrificing my keys. Well, I'll tell it the way I want it. That's... <laughs> Thank you for your, uh, uh, what's that whenever you get really, um, good luck in your future endeavors. I got future endeavored. Oh, okay. okay. Moving forward. Anyways. Future endeavored. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, so I'm going to go to the 6-6 diner and treat a bunch of collegiate athletes to milkshakes because I can legally do that now that uh-huh. I'm not, yeah, I'm employed by the state. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Don't forget at all that it's five o'clock right now. So we're going to have a little teller tease. We're going to do that. Uh, well, we have to get up and get some. So Ready when you are. Didn't right. super plan on Let's that. go. <laughs> Amory's like, today's the day. Before we talk about our celebrity guest judging, joining us on the program, friend of the show, who I spoke to over the weekend at length, we talked a little bit of pro wrestling, uh, and uh, text me about Shohei Otani because we fooled him during our pre-recorded show yesterday. Ha. Lenny, welcome to the show, nice. my man. Well, at least you want to go for 200 different infractions. <laughs> that is a... Uh, 
That's a Cribs reference right there. A little Paul Cribs. We're doing a little. No, right not, no, that's a Tennessee reference. Oh, oh even better. <laughs> Cribs had significantly and Tennessee less. Tennessee gets all of those infractions, an $8 million fine, but doesn't get the death sentence like SMU. It's a good point. It's a really good point. It's much worse than what SMU ever did. Got a better legal team, I guess. And now Benjamin Crubb, everyone's favorite civil rights attorney, has eighteen athletes under his belt right now suing the school. What's that coach's name? What's that coach's name there? Hupel? Is that his name? Hugh is that his anyways? Uh, the dude's making all the rounds on every radio station that I have him on, and he's saying, Yeah, you know, we just trusted the process. We trust the administration. It's going to be best for the kids that are here now, not the ones that weren't here. And you're like, oh, I don't think it works like that. Mm, That's legalese. They just let them transfer immediately. Yeah. I know legalese when I hear it. Before we get into Otani real quick, I'm just going to give you a little thing with Deion Sanders. He went from Jackson State, which is what? Division two, basically, which easier to turn around a program to D1, and when you look at the people he's bringing in, even though they're better than what he let go, they're only going to have four wins. Oh, maybe in year one. Correct. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm into that. But he's going to be the best recruiter every okay. single year. And, if he was, and he doesn't really have a no, leg problem. he's the best recruiter in his mind, but he's also the worst at demoralizing kids out the door. Well, if they're leaving. You only want the best of the best. Yeah, for sure. Also, I don't think the Pac-12 yeah, so wants the best him of the at best media is his son, who is given the quarterback position with no tryout. Yes, nepotism. Yeah, for sure. It yeah, exists so, everywhere. 100%. Last time I checked, it was okay. America. Yeah. Right. And that never takes place in sports or in movies. That's correct. There's ne- no Nepo babies anywhere. <laughs> so now I sent you that article yesterday because you fooled me that you were on. Yes. Nice. And I still thank you yeah. for the... And that I was awesome. you for inviting me to wrestling, but I told you why I couldn't make it. You'll make the next one. I'm not so, worried. But you see how much money Otani economically makes. Yes. That's just here. That doesn't include what he still makes for people in Japan. Correct. Yeah, he's worldwide. Yeah. More okay, so than Pitbull. $370 million economically he makes for baseball. That's like one NFL but team. If you're... Going to trade for him for a two-month rental. Can you afford to give up what they want for two months and say, okay, I want a title, but for the next six years, I'm so hamstrung, I'm now the Pittsburgh Pirates. The St. Louis Blues traded for Wayne Gretzky. They had him for two months. They still sell Wayne Gretzky St. Louis Blues jerseys. Ride it forever. Right. Right. But then let's look at someone like the Atlanta Braves. Eight of their core players who are all under 28, all signed for seven to eight-year deals. Wild. They bought out the rest of their rookie deal the free, uh, in the first couple of years of arbitration and the first year or two of free agency. And look where they sit for the next eight years. Yeah, they're the exception, not the rule. They're the standard bearer for baseball. Also, all of those guys with seven or eight-year deals – Welcome to the Mets in seven to eight yes, years. All of you yeah. at once. We uh we the New York Mets be. sign the Atlanta Braves. Well, if if Steve Cohen can't get a casino in Queens, then he has to go after Shoei Attorney to make up for that five hundred million. We haven't talked about that on air yet, because I don't know how much of a sports story that is. I think it's a sports adjacent story. But if you are to put the best casino ever, like right there in New York, it, that's the biggest game changer of all time. All time. 
City wise. Well, no, there's three going in New York. Jay Z wants one in Times Square. Love it. Sweet. Another group wants one at the uh, Brooklyn Army, Brooklyn Navy Yard. Probably Russians. Hmm. No, they're all. Uh, no, they all have to be American, okay. with ties to Native American or Las Vegas casinos. Then Cohen wants one between City Field and where he wants to build his new 25,000-seat soccer stadium. Not that many people. And then the rest go upstate. Just to bid on it is a minimum $500 million. That's where's, just to bid. I'm not going to Yonkers to do anything. Yeah, where's the Live Casino? Good question. Public investment fund. New Jersey, just happening. like the football teams? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, right now, right next to where Gotti is, buddy. Well, not Gotti, but uh, Hoffa. Okay, <laughs> yes. Under the Meadowlands. But who in your right mind, seriously, of all the teams that they're saying, who's going to trade for Otani for two months that can afford to give up the assets and then still have a team after if they don't resign him? I mean, I, I Houston. It's well, the Rangers could. The Rangers, I think the Rangers are the front runner to yeah. land them because they're all the way in the next two or three years. They might as well do this. Well, so aren't the Rangers? I mean, not the Rangers, but isn't Houston as well has a chance? Houston is too smart of an organization. They won't dump every all their farm system just for Otani rental. I guarantee you, it's yeah. not the Astros. Tampa can do it, mm-hmm. but then you're taking on a player. Who's going to make more than everyone else on the team combined? As long I, as you get a chip. I think it's going to be somebody like Milwaukee or Stop. Arizona, Stop. Cincinnati. But All these major players aren't going to do it. I've had the pleasure of meeting him at a couple of All-Star games. And he also lived close to me in Temecula when I lived out there. Weird and that's one of his homes. And... He's just going to blow the whole deal. Oh, of course. I can't imagine it's going to go smoothly. It doesn't seem like that type of thing. You I, have don't, to... I don't anticipate a deal happening, period. Because unless Otani says to you, I'm going to sign with you next year, any team worth their weight isn't going to take that risk, and they'd rather have just bid in the offseason for him and not have to give up one asset. Because you're not looking to win now if you're going after Otani. You're looking for the next 10-year deal. You're going to have to sign for him at between six and $700 million. Yeah, but there, there's like other moves too. So I would use like we talked about the Yankees last week with the their new stifle or whatever it was. Yeah. So you go to whoever this on-field sleeve advertiser is and you say, hey, if we get Otani, this deal's worth X amount of money. If we don't get him, it's worth this amount. That there's so much money to yeah, be made. Yankees already did that deal. They just signed well, that deal for not, twenty million a year for that Yankee little patch. Specific. It That's can't an go example. up in price. That's an it's example. In a different team, the the do the Cubs have one yet? Whatever. Okay. No, yeah, but how many teams are going to be able to get that value with Otani in a market for Otani? Everyone, yeah. literally anyone who signs him, he pays for himself. I think so. Okay. 
That's but we're talking about now for this season. You trade him, and he's going to say, "Okay, I'm going to go through the motions for this season." What sponsor is going to step up for two months? I think he loves the Anyone. game. Yeah, I don't think he's a through the motions guy. He to me is the exception. I'm the guy who always says professional athletes in it for the money. I think he's not. I think he's in it to get away from the loser Angels organization and win baseball games. Okay, I agree with that. But and you know you're getting two players for the price of one. Correct. Okay, and if he can compete against himself as an MVP and a Cy Young, he could probably win both individually. Got a chance every year. That'd be super sweet. But it's just a hard trade to make because you've never had anyone like him available in the trade. I guess the closest would have been a healthy Mike Trout six years ago. And even then, not what you're going to get for Otani. The live chat is. And then a gr- lastly, oh, go ahead. It's just a hard thing. I don't even. I don't know who's going to do it, but whoever does, more power to him. And lastly, if any of the three running backs who didn't get extensions sit out, they only have to say two words to themselves if they're going to do that next season. Lady and Bill. Oh, that's not incorrect at all. Yeah, you take one year off is two years setback. Like, that's how. Well, it's I not think. just one year off. With the market so down right now for running backs, if they get it out and lose ten million dollars, that's never coming back on any contract. Yeah, very correct, Lenny. Good call. And uh, and this last play I have to make is since the Jets are all in right now, and Brees Hall, who's their best running back, may not be back till week one or two for ACL. Please go sign Dalvin Cook. Ooh. And don't let him go to the Dolphins. Put you in the Super Bowl. Whatever team signs, if the Jets sign Dalvin Cook, they go to the Super Bowl. They won't go to the Super wrong. Bowl, Very but they wrong. won't end up in the toilet bowl. By the way, and I'm a Jets fan. Saquon Barkley, all the other running backs holding out. Le'Veon Bell got a $52 million contract. Good point. So he kind of did what was, <laughs> he kind of got the better okay, end of this. He did, he did, did but he it wasn't 52 million guaranteed. It was 20 something million guaranteed. But when you still take away the year that he set out, it still didn't equate to the money he lost. And then he had to write an apology. Running backs letter. are not going to be able to replace 10 to $11 million. And if you got Kareem Hunt sitting at home, and if you got Dalvin Cook sitting at home, and if you got Ezekiel Elliott sitting at home, why are you going to pay them 12 to $14 million a year when I'll take a Dalvin Cook who played through uh, 13 games last season with only one shoulder and put up just as good a numbers on anyone else and made his fourth straight Pro Bowl? Fifty-two million in 2015 is sixty-six million today. Oh, we. All right, but out of the fifty-two million that he signed for for four years, how much was it guaranteed? No clue. It 20, was only 26 million. Take out the year before that he lost all that money when he sat out. I think he's about to make a hundred grand a year because he didn't. He wouldn't have sent this apology letter to Pittsburgh if he wasn't about to get a Pittsburgh something media job. Yeah. Maybe he, oh, great. And, you know, he could go up there with the other 20 ESPN employees that just got fired, and they could all fight it out and see who's going to be on the next Colin Cowherd show. 20, that $27 million is $34.75 million today. 
Any of those running backs will take that. Age, but, but sitting out that year hurt him from getting a potentially $70 million contract with 30-something million guaranteed plus the year that he lost? Get he he all right. He yeah. get the bag. He's all right. He's, he's, all, he's right. all right. But he's what, is his, okay. what is for his career after he sat out that year? No, you're not wrong. Lenny, we have to cut you loose. But he, before I do, um, what is your favorite movie of all time and why is it Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1? It's always going to be The Godfather. <laughs> Good answer. Excellent. One, Lenny, one and two, no, not but three. You've got to remember one thing. If you knew the neighborhood I grew up in New York. It's your story. Then it was just an everyday occurrence. Yep. Lenny, you're the best, brother. All right. Have a good one. I like him. Thanks, Lenny. One day I'll learn how to work these phones. Don't worry about it. It's just like, it says drop. I mean, why doesn't it drop? And Lenny, if you're still listening, next time you're saying you're going to Duke City Championship Wrestling, please attend. Yeah. Because I had a little chair right next to me. Saved for you. I put put a velvet cover on top of Mm -hmm. it. Red velvet cover right on top. It's personalized in cursive. It said Lenny on it, and it just sat there unused the whole time. Friend of the show, JD, says, did you see that the friend of the show, Fantasy League, auto-renewed? Ah, well, welcome back, boys. Also, welcome me back, because I no longer work for an NCAA institution. Yeah. And I can fantasy sports again. All right, Fred. Oh, I hate that. Wait, I thought you... My uh, built-in excuse is gone. I thought you, like, all the way out quit fantasy sports last year. Yeah, because contractually I had to, because, like, working for an NCAA, like, university, I wasn't allowed to partake. (laughs) For money. For money. Yeah. But you can do it for free. For pride. And you still went out like a little coward. There were rules. We weren't playing for money. I guess I didn't understand the rules. Okay. Van and I recap our celebrity judging of a literal Chili's cook-off. Literal. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Wild card. Welcome back to the program. The boys were at Chili's yesterday. The one over by Cottonwood Mall. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. we're at a Chili cook-off. We're at a Chili's cook-off. What do you mean? Like Texas Chili? So that's what I thought when we were originally invited. No, no, it was New Mexican chili. You, I, and Aaron Buck Burnett. No, wait, 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 wait. It was only Chilean food. That's what it was. It's only Chilean food. That's not true. I was there. That kind of chili. No, it was the thermostat was turned way down. It was a chili. It was a chili cook-off. That's what we did. Like the, like the restaurant Chili's. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The restaurant chili. You were there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cottonwood Mall. So we're over there. It's me, you, and then Aaron Burnett from KKOB fame. All, he's on this program a lot. You probably know him by Buck. Strong possibility. Yeah. I I respect, like, stage names. A. Marie and I had a talk whenever I first met her. She was like, hey, my stage name's important. I need to use it. My trade name. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also, people know him as Buck Burnett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the radio. Radio. Is Fred a trade name? No. It's not Fred it's not on your birth certificate. But I have it trade like I have it trademarked. Like you can't get into radio here and go by Fred Slow. Because I own that. Okay. 
would anyone want to do that for any reason whatsoever? Well, we know personally or professionally. The three of us know at least three bucks in radio. Correct. And they're all here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They all work here. So I'm going with the idea. Okay, no one can be the sports vanimal. That'd be a good one, though. Trademarked it's as a, of right someone now. Someone can be Anne Marie, for the love of gosh. Please. Yeah, somebody please do can that. Can someone be Anne Marie? The Sports Vanimal is a van that drives around to local sporting events and they do a podcast from it. Ah, uh, that's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we do that? No, so me and Van oh, Tate. That. <laughs> oh, that's so Van Nunley and Van Tate hop in a, a Cano line yeah. van. The two only vans I know. And we van around town to sporting events doing our podcast. From the van. The we, sports vanimal. We both know Van Tate very well. Mm-hmm. I don't know what other way to describe that. Yeah. I bet when your name first started popping up on his radar, because obviously he's been established and part of the community a lot longer than sure. you. He was probably like, the what? The wh- why? <laughs> like an Im- like an imposter? Like an impersonator? He's trying to be like the, the white Van Tate? Yeah. He's like, this is annoying. Yeah, this is. No. Other- no. No, good van. This is my actual name. You're not the one. I'm not. This isn't copyright infringement. It's on my birth certificate. Start treating you like Omar from The Wire. Van's coming. Van's coming. From the Sports Animal live chat. If I legally change my name to Fred Slow, there's nothing you can do about it. Loophole. Okay. (laughs) Good point. So we're at this celebrity... Judging food competition? Correct. All right. So, and I can't tell you the origin of it. I don't really understand the back of the house stuff with chilies, but we're asked to come and judge. So there's six teams. Is that right? Six teams of three? Six teams of multiple Chileans. And I believe they're all representing a different chilies location Correct. around the Albuquerque metro area, including Los Lunas. Yeah. You're on to something here. So far, so good. Fred is known as the boy, B-O-I, who wears jeans at outdoor functions when it's 105 degrees. There you go. That's because I saw you and I saw a friend of the show, Craig, at the Isotopes game last week, and I was wearing blue jeans because I'm an adult. We've been over this. You're just scared to show a little thigh. Let's get to the the meat of the problem. Amory, you know two... Let's get to the thigh meat of the problem here. Amory, you know two adult men in your life, me and Brandon (sighs) Bowe. People I work with... I work with you guys six hours a day, mm-hmm. and I was so upset that this bit has just become... It's not even a bit. It's not a bit. It's just... It's Fred's real life. I'm wearing jeans right now. It's 105 again today, and okay. Fred's in so, jeans, and my boys get to breathe. So BB, You know I'm wearing them shorts, baby. Your calves. So Brandon Vogue was gone, and he, didn't, he missed this whole thing where just Fred wears pants because he thinks grown men should wear just pants at all times, so even when it's 105 degrees. That is correct. He comes in hot back from his trip from Oklahoma, and he wanted to clear up because he went to a basketball camp with his son, mm-hmm. which is the only time you should wear shorts he brought up. Very correct. He said, I own one pair of shorts as a man, and that's when I go swimming or play a sport. Correct. Other than that, I only wear pants. Well, he doesn't, and I was he, so upset. He doesn't swim or play sports, so he has zero he, he pairs of shorts. He went to a basketball camp at Oklahoma State this weekend. In jeans to nope. watch. He had to clear it up because people also <laughs> thought he played in cowboy boots, uh-huh. and he didn't. But uh, now I know two people in my life that I interact with every single day for multiple hours your that wor- only your, wear pants. Say it. Your work husbands. Your work husbands. 
You have multiple work husbands. I work with all dudes. How bad is your psyche? Super true. I work with, I'm just around all you dudes all day. From the Sports Animal Live chat, cut to the soundbite where he says, I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. What was that, North Carolina, South Carolina? What was that cat's name? That was some years ago. It was. Still relevant. Do you own more than one pair of shorts, though, Fred? Because BV only owns one. I own two. I think that's a... That's a bold-faced lie. I own a pair of swim trunks. What about, like, when you're just hanging out at home or something or, going, like, hanging out at home? Jeans. You yeah, wear I mean, jeans? jeans. What? He wears jeans inside his home. Yeah, why wouldn't his, I? Pops that little top off. What's the top? Your shirt. <laughs> you're just your shirtless in jeans. You also wear on your long couch sleeves. Watching wrestling. You're, you, and you wear long sleeves every day. It's 105 degrees. I have tattoos. No, you don't. Hey, Marie. See, you don't even know that I have tattoos because I wear do. long Maybe sleeves actually, every day. Actually, I I believe you have tattoos. Hey, Marie, we've let this go way too far. I'm sorry. Okay, By back the way, to Chili's. Friends, right, friends who won of, the Chili's competition? Loyal, no, loyal listener, part. loyal listener, friends of the show, don't take fashion advice from Fred Slow or Brandon Vote. These are the people whose fashion ideals you should run away from. That's mean. No, it's accurate. Sorry if the truth hurts. I have a certain style. A certain style? Yeah. It's called I would call it. I would call it vanilla, but vanilla has character and is delicious. Vanilla bean is one of the most <laughs> exotic flavors on this planet. And yeah. for some reason, uh-huh. it's been washed from people's palates as, as low effort. Yeah, says and it's the guy special in, and unique like me. Jeans in 105 degree weather. It's a dry heat. Quote, Steve Stucker earlier. Yeah. He was being facetious. In hindsight, that might be true now uh, yes, that you just pointed it's it out. very true. I heard what I wanted to hear. Yeah. He's so sick of saying that out loud. Now he gets to say, you know, he gets to say it jokingly. All right. 505-246-0610. Text the program. Well, we need to, we're taking a vote here, and it's this whole jeans debacle again. I am right, and everyone else is wrong. That's it. That's the bottom line. We don't need jeans or sleeves in a New Mexico summer. I'm wearing both. You can be office appropriate and let your forearms hang out. You let your calves hang out. You let them knees breathe. Hey, I'm not going to put long pants, suffocate my boys. I got enough swamp tate already out here in these mean streets of Albuquerque. I don't understand why you can't just let your body breathe, man. I do. I let it breathe out of the bottom of my shorts. I don't number one, I don't wear cotton. Everything is like a like a like a spandex slash what do you polyester. Think, what do you think Levi's are made out of? No. These are like stretch fit. These are What percentage of those pants do you think are cotton? It's in the nineties. It's five one these are five one twos. Okay. Five twelves. Five one five twelve stretch. Yes, I bet it's ninety seven percent slim tapered chance that that's correct. <laughs> when we get back, this chili's cook off. We promise. Two minutes on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Okay, so what we're doing? What happened was so what we're doing yesterday because it was only a forty five minute show yesterday. Isotopes baseball. Yep, was at five o'clock. They had a day game today. So, 
What we were doing is we pre-recorded the show yesterday. Didn't tell anyone. Nope. Kept it a secret. Not a peep. You may have noticed Amy Marie wasn't on yesterday. She literally wasn't. I was answering the phones. Where people are like, why is there so much sports talk? <laughs> yeah. The phone yes. lines and text lines were heating up, it, and we weren't here. Actually, it, it was ringing pretty often, which was hilarious. People like, were, they're like, oh, oh, I'll call back tomorrow. I was like, okay. People were freaking out that we did three straight segments on sports. Wild. That's wild. But the real reason we were doing it is because we were at Chili's over by Conwood Mall being celebrity judges in an Iron Chef-style competition between six different Iron Chef teams made up of three individuals apiece. No names. So, the secret ingredient... What was the secret ingredient, man? The secret ingredient was honey chipotle. Honey chipotle. Ooh, on the, on the crispers? It may it may regularly come on the crispers. I don't know. But then they had to do something else with it. They did everything with it. Everything. Wait, with you it. don't like spicy? Honey chipotle bread, bread? at Chili's is not spicy. No, it's sweet like honey. Chipotle has a little little kick. This did not. Also, the way it was made. So they made it into. So what do we have? Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eight, eighteen different dishes. Right. We took one bite from 18 different dishes. A little appy, little entree, little dessert yeah. from each team. And then they stood there as we critiqued their profession yeah. as amateurs. What what was hotter? The chili that you ate? Yeah. The bright lights from the cameras uh-huh. on us? That was weird. There were a lot of cameras there. Or the glares from those oh, being judged in the moment. It was kind of funny because... I had a moment where, how long have I been in radio? A long time. And people will reach out. A lot out. of people say too long. Yeah, a lot of, a lot, yeah. yeah. A lot of people say that, way too long. I felt like those people at this cook-off where I was like, hey, you guys are obviously experts. Let me give you my ignorant opinion on things. Yeah. You're trying to impress a guy that thinks that macaroni and cheese from the craft box is as good as it gets in the macaroni world. By the way, the macaroni and cheese balls yes the appetizers won the best appetizer hey marie that they, was fred's favorite thing and it wasn't even close not even close yeah they made macaronis and then balled them together don't know how they managed this breaded it deep fried it and then had me dip it in a chipotle honey ranch sauce mm-hmm. and i said thank you yeah i told everyone before the competition started you want Fred's points? Know your audience. You want his money, that stack and stack and stack of cheese you're going to win straight out of Fred Slow's pocket? Give this boy some tater tots and chicken strips. Mm-hmm. You want to hoist that trophy? All he needs is to dip chicken strips in the honey chipotle sauce, which was the secret ingredient, and you're winners. I needed to have a food where I go, you dip, we dip. If I could have that. Yeah. I'm in. But instead, they made stuffed Cajun salmon. Oh, yeah. Deconstructed chicken street tacos. Hey, Marie, some of the best food you could eat. And I'm over here like, I'm looking for county fair. Right. Like, sure. Figure it out. Put booze in stuff. No booze. They did not know their audience. They made us delicious, tasty treats, wonderful appetizers and meals. Not a drop of booze. The best part of this whole thing was 
the teams when we got there, they were kind of like, eh, this okay, like different kind of work day. We're not really interested. Right by the end, so it was Hell's Kitchen at the end. More involved in anything that they've ever been involved yeah. in. Yeah, the smack talking. Oh my god, really into it. Super into it. And then the way they leaned over you, it was like whenever you were taking a test as a child and you're being proctored. Like they were proctoring us hard. Right. It was like it was like we were in the middle of a proctor exam. And we could tell the showman from the layman for sure. Yes. All of them were fantastic chefs and cooks. Not all of them's presentation and their descriptions were on point. Correct. One guy was like, oh, so we started with a garlic aioli, and then we <laughs> deeply deep-fried the salmon, and then we cooked it in the garlic aioli, and then spread it with some chopped-up coriander. And then one guy's just like, I, I, I like that food. Yeah. Chad's like, what? Chad GBT, church up these ingredients. Sure. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah not so bad. We had a lot of fun. Big thank you to Chili's for having us out. Uh, we laughed a lot. Uh, super proud. I think the Lost Lunas store walked away the winner. Lost Lunas won. Yeah, best entree and best overall. The longest amount of time I had ever spent at a Chili's. Ah, oh, no way. See, that's the first time you've had Presidente Margaritas. So, Presidente Margaritas will keep you at Chili's for a while. The Presidente they, Margaritas were very good. Yeah. it's They're underrated in the fast food dining realm as one of the best drinks, if not the best drink you can get anywhere. And there's a Chili's everywhere. Never disappoints. And you've had never Ma- once ever. You've had Mountain Dew Margarita. That is correct. You know what's good. Shout out to our friends at Red Lobster. They're not bring it back. They're not our friends. They will be once they bring back the Mountain Dew Margarita. Speaking about bringing it back, the Seattle Seahawks brought it back on social media today. We're going to tell you exactly what they're doing. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Seattle Seahawks are bringing back their terrible 90s jerseys. This organization has never had a good jersey in the history of their entire organization. I don't understand why we're going back to the well of bad and they don't just figure it out and do something decent. A lot of teams are doing throwback jerseys. Or retro. Cool. If you have an old cool one like the Eagles, I'm in. This one sucks. It's the one. It's the worst that they could possibly do. They revolutionized NFL jerseys for sucking. They, they brought the. No, I love. I love the neon piping. Very I bad. Love the neon piping near the bottom. They finally evolved past one of the worst jerseys in the NFL. And like, hey, you know what? Since we suck again, I'll tell you what. Let's bring back the jerseys we wore. When we sucked. Flukier. If you were in a debut at Jersey, would you do it with like a really good player or would you do it with a player that no one's heard on like this Smith and Jibba? You mean Geno Smith, their quarterback? No, it's the wide receiver. Smith and Jibba. Oh, I thought you were saying Geno He's a rookie. God, just trying to look it up. It just sucks so bad. I am, by the way. If you recall from last year, this is a big Geno Smith house. Yeah. We're rooting for Geno Smith and the Seahawks to do well. The good guys will win eventually. They're awful. They're awful. They're awful. Steve Largent burned his when he retired. He's like, I don't want to look at this jersey ever. I don't know if that's accurate, but if it is, tracks. Dave Craig 
goes camping with all of his jerseys and uses them as fire starters. That's a good one. Thank you. It's the most overrated throwback. Also, this is not a nostalgia show. I think a lot of sports fans tune into Sports Talk Radio for a nostalgia yeah. hour. Right. I'm telling you, sports is not better back in the day. Sports is as good as it's ever been right now, currently. Every single sport is better than it's ever been. As we sit here in this exact moment and speak, the one exception, Olympic javelin. The legend, Cortez Kennedy. It's Seattle. So good. I died for your sins. I made this organization relevant so we could move past these awful jerseys. And against my will, you bring them back. They were so bad. And then in 2002, they were like, hey, fam, let's mess it up even more. Oh, God, no. They so got you're it right. They have the worst jerseys out of all the teams. Not just right the now. The throwbacks. The throwbacks are the worst and ones. And their regular ones are the worst ones. Yeah. And these idiots came out with them the same year as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers creamsicles? Have you lost your mind? If you're going to re-release the worst throwback jersey, don't do it in the same year as the creamsicles. Wait, actually, now that I say that out loud, it's a genius move. Because everyone's going to be talking about the creamsicles, and no one's going to be talking about your sorry-ass throwbacks. Now, I got one problem, and it's admitting when I'm wrong. Okay. I never do it. I just keep, uh. I just keep digging deeper until I'm till the other side of the earth. Yes, you have to sharpen your shovels often. If you go to throwback.seahawks.com, you will get a 90s-style GeoCities website featuring the throwback release and a layout of the exact same way when I was a kid looking at websites. Okay, just because they got a creative digital marketing team doesn't mean the jerseys don't suck. They're awful. The new ones you're wrong about. The new ones super suck. Except for Packers, Bears, New York Giants. For you mean Dallas, Kansas Dallas City. Cowboys, Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs. After the the cream of the crop, Seahawks are the best ones. Except for all the NFL legends, Seahawks have the best modern jerseys. They're so wheat. Huh. And I'm not Pacific Northwest guy. And yeah, I'm, I don't and think I'm not, you are. And I'm not neon guy. I don't. I don't think I own any neon clothes. The best neon or accoutrement. The best neon in jerseys is in Utah. The worst. Those are sharp. Those are sharp. All right, I know we got or a couple. Oregon. We're going to start a bit. We're going to finish when we get back. We're going to rank NFL jerseys right now. I'm going to start. The worst one like is. Like currently? The, yes, or, okay. currently. The worst one is the Jets. The Jets jersey sucks. Just current NFL jerseys. Yeah, it's saying New York over the numbers is stupid. NFL jerseys should not have names mm, on the front. The worst. The worst. It's got that stupid little slash that goes across the shoulder. I hate. Is, is it supposed to be a wing? I already used this joke earlier, but me and all my homies hate the New York Jets jersey. Also, and I think Jacksonville is second to last. Jacksonville's are strong. They I, like suck. Jackson, I like Jacksonville's too. I'll give you the worst. The Commanders. No. The Washington Guardians suck. The it's the what the Washington black jerseys are sweet. Yeah, I like those too. I like the black jerseys. The worst NFL jersey is also the worst NFL team name. And that is the X Oilers. 
Oh. The the Texans. The Texans. Their their name sucks. Their yeah. jerseys suck. Yeah. And for the entirety of the NFL, their team will suck too. I do I sound like a bitter Oilers fan? Do I at all? Hear me out. I'm going to give you a combination of things. Blue, okay. hel- blue helmet, blue jersey, blue pants. That's how terrible the Seattle Seahawks jerseys are. Mm. Sometimes they do silver pants. Seattle's fan friggin' tastic. I got so Seattle you don't like as the, lime the best green? jersey. No, the lime green sucks. What lime they need to do so cool. is they need to steal from the Mariners. You know who took a step back? The Rams. The Panthers jersey. Mm. The Panthers early in their infancy were on to something. I agree. And they just stepped back and made them lame. Why does the Atlanta Falcons jersey have their airport code on the front of it? That's dumb. What? That is dumb. What do you mean what? It says ATL right over their numbers. So stupid. Oh, my God. Was your jersey, I like Is your jersey colors. a rap lyric from Ja Rule? Titans jersey sucks. It's got the name on the front. Put that on the sucks list. Titans jerseys are average. They don't suck. Yeah. Those, hey, I got one. Overrated. The Bills. Mm. Oh, super overrated. The Bills are way overrated. The logo's overrated. The, the logo's overrated. The jersey's overrated. The stupid font they use is overrated. And now this year the team's overrated. I'm having a hot take, guys. I think I just hate blue jerseys because the Patriots jerseys suck too. The Texans jerseys I'm suck. I'm seeing a theme here except for the uh, New York Jets jerseys. Like, Th- that was good, just so bad. Good on the Chargers going back to baby blue. Good y- for them. Yeah, baby blue is different. Though. Good for them. That's not midnight blue or whatever. Navy blue. What's the crappy Rams one? Royal blue. Whatever. What about is. the Browns? <sighs> simple. I like I like the yeah. Browns. You like the simple? It's classic. They're it's iconic. So Don't ever make, you know, you could have your one week a year or whatever where you have your new sexy Nike color rush or whatever, but don't change the Browns. That's iconic. Good old color rush. The cutoff is the Saints. The Saints are the most middle jersey, and then the best one is the Raiders. Raiders are goat. Raiders are best uniform? Yeah. The silver and black. Silver and black. Iconic. I agree with you there. A second I just got I just got like a, a, a top tier. I don't got like a best of. So you don't like a lime yeah, green, but you like yeah. a teal. Packers, Bears, Raiders, Steelers. So you like the, okay, so yeah, you like the classic. The classic, iconic. Teams. Yeah. Everyone else, get New Jersey's. The Raiders one, <laughs> not Cowboys. They can stay. Yeah, Cowboys are in that group. What about Soup? the 49ers? Uh, sort they of. Keep, they keep changing. They're on the borderline. Yeah, not the keep, white ones. They keep changing. The red ones with the white number. Give me super contrast. And I get, and we all have 4K TVs. Shut up. I want to be able to see big what about, numbers. What about the Broncos? No. Yeah, those are, the all, those are all. Those are all. They suck. Yeah, Broncos are always like right in the middle. They're never, never good. Jerseys. The team has some highs every once in a while. The only good jersey is New Jersey. Whenever we get back. I hate New Jersey. That's not even a good joke. You, it's hard for I you like to say. I like New Jersey. Have you ever been there? You yes. Went, you winced after you said that. I've been to Hoboken. Oh, my gosh. There's more to Jersey than yeah. Hoboken. It's the only part I know about. Yeah. You want to go to a trashy beach? You want some pills? There's some nice beaches there. You want some pills on a trashy beach? You want to knock up some chick? We're at the Welcome break. Welcome to New Jersey. Two men on. <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The 4 channel.